Hey everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjul Alexan. Um, I know it's been a while since I post, but um, for today's episode, I wanted to talk about um, something the Lord was just placing on my heart for like the past few weeks. Um, and it's very easy. It's like one of these things that, you know, that's very important for the time that we're living in. So if you want to find out what it is, stay tuned. So on today's episode, I wanted to cover, um, I wanted to cover, um, just basically James 1. I believe it's, um, verse 21 and, um, to the end, I've, um, it's James 1 verse 21 to the very end. It's titled Doers, Not Hearers Only. I feel like the time that we're living in, everybody's hearing the word of God. Like It's like um, the gospel's being preached everywhere. It's like you turn on your television, it's on. You turn on, um, you go on TikTok, it's on. You go on Instagram, it's on. Um, it's, on it's everywhere. It's literally at your hand and one of the things that um caught my attention i i believe god dropped it in my spirit was one time i was just like watching these um these people talking about the gospel just how like they were portraying um the gospel not not trying to take away from what they were saying everything they were saying was very true very accurate it was like for me one thing the holy spirit dropped in my spirit was just like I see, I hear what they're saying, but when I look them up, like every other thing other than the time they're like recording for, let's say a podcast, the time they're posting something that's motivational, what is it that they're doing? Like, um, I'm not trying to take away from anybody's platform. Like it's your platform. You're free to do whatever you're doing. I truly am one of those people that believe that, um, you can't have two masters. You can't have, it's like a well, a well cannot draw two water. It can't be salty water in one. And the other one is regular, um, is, um, regular water. I believe that God is very clear in how he wants his people to be and what he's expecting from people. So, um, in verse 21, I'm going to read the verses and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try my best to, express um to explain what was revealed to me in each verse so in verse 21 he says therefore lay aside all filthiness and over overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his net his natural face in a mirror for he observe himself goes away and immediately forget forgets what kind of man he was but he who look into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the word this one will be able will be blessed and and what he does if anyone among you 
thinks of thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceive his own heart this one's religion is useless pure and undefiled religion before god and the father is this to visit orphan and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspot from the world so when i read this passage um one of the things that caught my attention i believe was verse 22 but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves because i feel like the present time we're living in everybody's hearing the word of god and everybody's preaching it and a lot of time like they're preaching the gospel but when you go deep in details and or if you go on their social media page there is like you're preaching the gospel but you're not reflecting that and I'm not saying this to come at anybody, any woman, any man of God. I truly believe God can use somebody, anybody to preach his gospel. Because if you read in the Bible, the, the Lord say, if we do not give him praise, he will make the rock give him praise. And nature itself give God praise. So I believe that God can get anybody to preach for him. It, and to go further in the old testament god used a donkey to um, warn um one of his servants that's how powerful god word is god will get anything to to um to to preach his gospel but at the same time we should also be a clean vessel we should also live by what we're saying and i'm not going to sit here and act like you know everything i do or everything i every every everything i do is according to the word i am man there's days where i fall short but that's where accountability comes in and i feel like has doers of the word has um has servant of god has preachers has has the bible we represent the bible in every way possible because one thing my husband says to me often he says some people never read the bible but they're watching how you live your life they're watching how you talk they're watching what you do because you're the bible they see so um, when I read that, it like really caught it really caught my attention. It says, um, not just be, um, it says, um, but be doers of the word. There's many people that hear the word of God. You hear it. You wake up. You hear it. You go to sleep. You hear it. You're at lunch. You're listening to it. But nothing, uh, nothing in your life, um, is an is an example of what you hear. You cannot keep your. It's like you can't keep your 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 mouth out of people's business. It's like you're constantly still, and it's like. You're hearing the word, but you're not letting the word penetrate you. One of my um, biggest prayer every day it, um, after I read my Bible is I always ask God, Lord, let your word penetrate me. So that way, whenever I fall short, whenever I sin, your Holy Spirit can convict my heart to repentance. And I feel like that's a prayer every single person that is serving God should be doing because as a servant, you want to do exactly what the Lord is asking you to do. There's people the Holy Spirit is asking them, hey, I want you to stop living this life that you're living. I want you to stop living for yourself. There's people that are living just for them, just like there's people that are preaching the gospel just for them. Um, And um, I don't want to um, um, put anything out there that would be, you know, diminishing anybody. But one of it, one example I noticed was... um be Simone like I'm not trying to you know count her bags or anything like that I noticed that be Simone is someone that 
her and her old co-star for her podcast, like you could tell there was two different people. One was a hearer and the other one was trying to do the word, Um, was trying to be a doer of the word. And I felt like hearing them, it's like I could hear B. Simone talk about Jesus. And it's like every time, it's like she would say something that's like, oh, that's so good. And then she would drop an F-bomb. She would drop a, a S-bomb. Like I know there's people that are that are um, slipping away from the faith because Oh, this, God is allowing this person to do this. God, one thing my spiritual mother and my matron of honor taught me early on in life is that everybody's not in the same level. Everybody's not serving God at the same level because the level that you're serving God is not the level the person next to you is serving God. There are certain things God's going to ask of you. God is not going to ask of anybody else. And that was hard for me to accept, um, honestly. This is me being completely transparent with you guys. One of my biggest thing was, um, one thing God asked me to do was literally, um, for the longest time, like, I'm Haitian and I was, I'm one of those people like, you can't tell me God doesn't want this of me. God himself, the Holy Spirit has to convince, convict my heart not to do it. One of the biggest thing was um, getting braids because multiple times where I've, um, I've I've gotten braids and it's just like my scalp is on fire or I have horrible nightmares. And to me, it wasn't much. But but as I grew deeper in my relationship with God, God was revealing like this is not something I want of you. Yes, the person, you know, you have other sisters in, in Christ that are doing it. But that's them. It's okay for them to do it. But you, your battle is different. So it's like when God is asking you to to be doers of something, he's asking you, he's like, listen, there's people that are looking at you. I want you to be that example for me. I don't need you to, to be out here doing what everybody else is doing. But I want you to be the doer of my word. And um, the by, the verse goes, um, verse um, 23 says, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Verse 24 goes into saying, for he observed himself, go, goes away and immediately for, um, forgets what kind of man he was. It's like Christian today. It's like God, it's like we're at the altar. We're crying. Oh my God. I didn't want to sound like this, but it's like every Sunday, it's like a repetition. We're, we have the altar crying. We, we're pouring our heart out to God. And then the moment church is over, it's like, oh, I'm going back to the way I was. And the Holy Spirit, while you at the altar pouring your heart out, the Holy Spirit is convicting you like, I need you to stop doing this, 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 and that. I need you to stop having two, three boyfriends. I need you to have, I need you to just commit to one guy you don't need a food guy you don't need a gas guy you don't need um you don't need multiple guys to take care of anything because guess what your father is king over everything and and in psalm 8 it goes further into saying that we're 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 only lower we're only god only made us lower than he is and we're above everything else and so um i believe it's psalm 24 that says um everything endureth is for the lord so God is basically like you're at the altar and the Holy Spirit is telling you like God will provide and you get up from the altar after the sermon is preached. You get out of the church. You go right back to the lifestyle you were living, the same lifestyle. God is like, I don't want you to 
to do this, this, and that. God's like, I don't need you to be shacking up with somebody. Guess what? I got, I have a husband waiting for you, or I have a wife waiting for you. And I'm trying to get you to a place where you're prepared for that. But a lot of time we just, we just hear, we hear it and it sounds so great, but we do not want to do the work. That's the right terminology. Like being a doer of, um, of the word is understanding in my suffering, there is glory in that. In my pain, God received the glory. And there's something that God's preparing me for that's so much greater than that. Like um, in verse 23, I believe he said, it's like a man that looked, it's like you look at yourself in the mirror, you turn around and you completely forgot what you look like. God is calling you sons and daughters. And you step, the moment something goes bad, it's like, oh, I don't know who I am. Who, God? God I'm, I'm God's child? Really? No, that can't be true. It's like God's like, no, 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 no. Listen, I called you mine. You are my beloved. You are mine. You are mine. I created you for a purpose. I created you for my glory. And it's like, yeah, I hear you, God, but how do I get there? For an um, let me give an, a biblical example. For an example, David, um, I believe it's in the um it's in either first Samuel or I believe it's in first Samuel where David is anointed king. David is a little boy and he's anointed king. David hears this. And David's like, David gets anointed. But guess what? David heard it. And David was doing the work necessary. Once David heard, oh, he's going to be king. David didn't leave his post. But he remained faithful. He remained faithful in worshiping God. He remained faithful in serving God. He didn't just say, oh, I'm going to be king. I don't need God no more. And I feel like that's that's the thing with a lot of people today. They hear the word and God's like, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they're like, oh, I, I heard what God's going to do, but I don't know do the work. You know, I, I, I don't want to do the work. I don't need nobody to hold me accountable. I don't need nobody to call me out when I'm slipping up. I don't need no discipline. All I know is God's calling me into greatness. But God's like, I'm calling you into greatness. But there's instruction. There's instruction that comes after, hey, you are going to be great. God, there's instructions with that. But we decide to just hear that one portion of it. I mean, like God is like, don't just don't just be hearers of my word but also be doers don't just be oh i'm christian don't just say i'm christian but live as a christian let your facebook your your post your instagram your snapchat let that represent you let that be the prime example of what god wants and one thing i um you know growing up i hated discipline i hated the way you know people call you out because Listen, if you're Haitian, you know what I mean. And they don't just do it lovingly. They do it in a way to embarrass you. But guess what? You would never go back to that way. Nowadays, this generation lack discipline. Nobody want to be disciplining. Everybody everybody want to get um, a quick fix. Everybody just, you know, just keep everything hush-hush. I mean, yeah, it was cool to keep everything hush-hush. It's just like now we're so worldly, like, the Christian faith, um, there's not, it's like we've become these, um, what's the word? We've become like in the Haitian words, it's like mouton qui like you lost your flavor. 
it's like the christian faith is so lukewarm now it's like everybody's just like well it's okay this is fine and guys like i'm not calling you i'm not calling you to be wearing these 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 things i'm not calling you into these i want you to be an example and nobody wants to do it nobody wants to be that example nobody wants to be a doer of the word anymore everybody want to hear it everybody want to want to hear a feel-good gospel every that's what everybody wants they want to hear hey you're gonna be prosperous you're gonna be great nobody wants the word that's going to penetrate you the word that's going to cause you to live the life of sin that you were in the 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 life that god's calling you to is greater nobody wants that everybody just wants to hear feel good words like everybody just wants to hear a prosperity gospel but the word of god is supposed to to cut you clean you and bandage you and get you to the position that you need to be and i feel like nowadays it's really it's really important for us Christians to understand that we are not just hearers of the word. We are supposed to be the we are supposed to be doers of the words. We're supposed to be the prime example of what God wants. Like there's people that are doing church. There's people okay. Oh my God, this just sounds so weird. This is gonna sound so mean. There's people that could sing, but they're not anointed to worship. Do with that as you what you want. Like there's there's people that are just there for the feeling like for for the runs for the music but they're not really there pouring their heart out to god they're not really there to really do the will of god there's people that are in there's people that are in need of a moment with god but they don't need they 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 reject it because they don't want the they don't want the discipline that comes with that they don't want the accountability that comes with that as young people serving God, I believe it's very important for us to be in one accord with what God is wanting us to do. This is what God is like. I want you to go into a fasting and just seek me. Just just me and you talking. And it and it's like it goes in one ear and it goes out the other one. It's like that's not what I wanted to hear from you, God. That's not what I want. That's not what I want to do. I hear you, but I, I don't want to do it. But God is calling you into being something so much greater than um yeah I, I feel good right now you know no god is saying like listen i want you i want the real you and i don't want just half of you i want you to be my example i want you to do everything i'm asking you to do i don't want you to live in this lukewarm where world world sorry y'all god's not asking us to live in a lukewarm world he wants us to live in up he wants us to leave for him he wants you to be his i can't i can't i can't express it enough like being a servant of god yes there's gonna be tears there's gonna be a lot but the reward is so much greater than anything else that's one thing i could i could testify to the reward um, of serving god the the peace that come with serving god the um the assurance that come with serving god is so much greater than anything in this world so um today i want to encourage you to not just be a listener i don't want you to just be someone that hears the word but i want you to be someone that does exactly what the father um is asking you to do there's a song in the Shonda Spions, I, I believe it says, Yeah, 
Non moi, sous montagne en vallée, moi va faire ça ouvre moi dit Seigneur, moi va ça ouvre pour moi. That song is so powerful. Like, um, it's it. I believe it was when I was getting ready to get married. Um, the Lord was just like that song ministered so deeply to me, and it broke me because I'm like I'm not doing what God wants me to do. I would not, uh, you know, I was being honest with God. I was having a conversation with God. I'm like, that's not true. Like, I sing it, but it's not true. But a lot of time, a lot of time, we need, um, we need God to, to, to hit us where it hurt. Like, it's like God wants you to do the right thing, but what are you doing with your time? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you are you actually doing what God is asking you to do? Are you one of those people, like, you look at yourself and you turn around and you forgot how you, who you are? Are you one of those people that read your Bible and then you step out the door? Oh, like, let's say all hell break loose. You you just decide to participate in, every, in what everybody else is doing. You're cussing up a storm like everybody else. I know there's, listen, I know there's people that say, well, just because you say a word doesn't mean you're cussing. And, and, and cussing is not in the Bible. Profanity is in the Bible. Like, stop listening to all these microwave um, preachers that are just telling you things to get you uh, out of the will of God. Like, listen to what God is asking you to do. Let the Holy Spirit discipline you. Let the Holy Spirit hold you accountable for what you're saying. Because your mouth... And I believe it's in the book of Isaiah or Jeremiah where God said, I'm going to use your mouth as my mouth. Whatever you say will happen. And there's people there, they use their, their mouth however they want. And in and, and Proverbs it says, the, 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 power, um, the, the power of life and death is in your tongue. So we're out here just, just using our language however we want. But God's like, I want you to be a blessing to others. God is saying, I want to use your mouth to bless others. I want your I want to use your mouth as my mouth. Like, are you allowing God to do that? Like you, you, you know, you know yourself. Nobody knows you better than you than, than yourself. So evaluate yourself today. I want you to take a second and just think about it. Are you are you a doer of the word or a hearer of the word? Like today, I want you to, to, to make that decision, to, to question yourself. Am I a doer of the word or am I a hearer of the word? Am I just hearing what God wants me to do or am I doing it? If you are doing it, are you doing it to please God or are you doing it to please everybody else around you? Are you doing it just for social media? Are you doing it just because your parents are asking you to do it? Or do you have a desire to really serve God? That's the real question. Like, God is searching for a generation that is hungry for him, that is hungry for his presence, that is desperate for him. Are you one of those people that are desperate for the presence of God? Are you one of those people that are um, that are seeking him? The, it's, the Lord says in his word, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Are you drawing near to him? Or are you, are you trying to get something from him? Is that why you're drawing near to him? All of these questions are things that, that you know god god had to convince me like like am i really seeking god for the right purpose or am i seeking him because everybody else think of me as someone that could 
intercede for um for everybody else um for them or is it because um you know i'm a part of this ministry is it because you know god is really asking me to do it or am i doing it just for myself just to please my flesh all of these things are important to ask yourself like i i, I know i'm talking a lot but like these are things that that the lord had placed on my heart to share with you guys and i pray that you know we're not just you we're not just doing um we're not just um listeners to the gospel we're not just doing it because everybody else is doing it but we do have a um, real intimacy we do have real real relationships sorry y'all we do have real relationship we have moments of intimacy with god you know like like there's so many great things that um that that comes with serving god but you have to be willing to really renounce yourself and say, yes, God, I am going to be doing exactly what you want me to do it, how you want me to do it. I hope this episode was a blessing to you because um, it actually opened up a conversation for me to have with my husband and also to have with myself. You know, are you are you doing the will of God just to do it or are you doing it because everybody else is expecting you to do it? If it's for everybody else, don't bother doing it. But if it's for you for you and if you're doing it for the um for the will of god if you're doing it because you want to please god that's different but yeah you guys yeah i know today was a little deep but um hopefully next time i post it'll be something a lot more lighthearted. um i hope this was a blessing to you guys um let me do a quick prayer before we end this Father God, we we come before you. We bless your name. We glorify your name. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for being God. Thank you for being Jireh, Lord God. Thank you for being um, our Prince of Peace. Thank you for being Shalom. Thank you for being Nisi, Lord God. Thank you for all that you do and everything that you continue to do. Father God, as we come before you, we bless your name. We just thank you for the opportunity of being your servant, of um, of being called by um, by our name, Lord God. Thank you for how you do everything, Lord God. We bless your name. And um, as we approach your throne, we pray that you search our heart, just like David said in Psalm 139. He says, he says, search me and know me. He said, you know my sitting and you know my standing. So tonight, Lord God, or this morning, whichever time it is they're listening to this podcast episode, we pray that you search them and you you convince you convict their heart, Lord God, and you you help us to recognize where we fall short or where, Lord God, we are lacking, Lord God, where we're not doers of your words. But Lord God, we're just here just to do it. We just here just to hear beautiful sermon. We just here to hear people compliment the way we worship, the way we do things. Lord God, help us to um to renounce our flesh, renounce ourselves, but to take up our, our cross, our cross and and go, Lord God, help us to to just put you first. Help us to make you the priority of everything. Help us to renounce everything else. Lord God, just like the song, the song said, give me you everything else can wait. Before everything else, Lord God, your presence is priority. Before everything else, pleasing you is priority. Before everything else, Lord God, seeking you is priority. Lord God, we pray that you convict our heart, that you search us, that your spirit, Lord God, a minister to us, Lord God, help us, Lord God, in everything that we do to give you honor and praise, Lord God, 
in moments, Lord God, where our flesh, Lord God, where our pride is raging, Lord God. Help us to submit before you. Help us to go before you in prayer. Help us to be still and know that you are God. And Lord God, I pray for every single person that is listening, that are in need of a word of a word of encouragement, that are in need of a touch, Lord God. I pray that your spirit may reach out to them and that you may touch them, that you may bless them, Lord God. I pray that you keep everybody safe, Lord God. I pray for their safety. I pray for their um the safety of their mind. I pray, Lord God for their sanity, Lord God. I pray that you may give them a sound mind, Lord God. I pray that you may give them peace, Lord God. Peace that surpasses every understanding. Lord Jesus, we we declare that you are Lord of our lives. We declare that you are Lord of our family. You are, you are Lord of everything that we um that we own, everything that we are, Lord God. You are Lord. You reign victoriously over our lives. Lord God, we just give you praise and honor that is due to your name. Lord God, we bless you. We magnify your name, Lord God. We give you praise and glory. We give you the praise and glory, Lord God. All the glory belongs to you and you alone, Lord God. We bless your name. And we pray this prayer, not because we are worthy, but we pray in the anointing name of Jesus. Amen. I hope this was a blessing to you. Continue to listen. And we will see you next time. Or you will hear me next time. Once again, I am your host, Darlene Anjut Alexan. And this was Safe Haven.